What up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Alternative Blacks podcast, COVID series. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out. Not thinking. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Oakbrook Brewing Company for being a day one supporter. Uh, they're located at 628 Park Avenue, Reading, PA, in the Millmont area. So make sure you check them out. Uh, yeah, and so we're going to wait for Chris to get up in the mix. Hey, buddy. <laughs> All right, so what are we talking about today? Um, yeah, so today we are talking about um, Nick Cannon. We're talking about Nick Cannon. Uh, Raj from Oak Park brought this up last week. Um, kind of about the issues around what he was saying in that interview with Professor Griff. And he, he was canceled. Then he walked back to... He, he literally canceled. His show was canceled. He was fired from CBS, I think it Viacom, was. Viacom. Just like... Viacom. Yeah, it was Viacom. Yeah, bigger than that, yeah. And so he... Yeah, he was... He was cut from that. Then... He walked his statements back. Then Black Twitter cut him for walking his statements back. So it's like three of us, three alternative blacks. It's the tri- it's the trifecta. Dynamic duo? Nah. It's the dynamic trio. Is that t- even, t- what, terrific, is it? Tr- terrifying trio. I, My hip. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. terrifying. I, like damn. I like Harry's just damn. Mm-hmm. So we're yeah we're going to be discussing kind of Nick Cannon what he was talking about, the issues with what he was talking about, and kind of the issues surrounding how he was canceled, um, and a little bit about the cancel culture in general very quickly, but more so just in Nick's case and how it compares to other people's actions, words, doings, and how people responded. Um, so, I guess my first question, and any and anyone that's in the in the chat can chime in on what they thought about Nick Cannon and what he said, or how he was, uh, what the backlash was, how it was handled, whether you agree, disagree with what he said, how he was handled um, in the situation. Please chime in at any time, um, and we might even, if you'd like, we we could even get you in. Um, in the chat with us, we can get you on video talking if you'd like, um, discussing things with us. So, right. uh, so before we get into any of it, and we'll allow people to like hit the uh, request to to be part of this. Uh, I just wanted to say this is going to be a shorter episode than usual. This is like a thirty-minute episode because we have a special announcement. We're going back to a regular scheduled programming next week, which actually is going to be different than regular scheduled. Usually, we do uh, every other Thursday. As a episode, oh, actually, every other Tuesday. Monday is the yeah. release, I believe. We'll figure out what our old routine no, was. was. Old routine was Tuesday for Patreon, Patreon. Thursday there it for. Was. So, Tuesday everyone. you had the early release, Thursday was the actual episode, and then it would be two weeks. You know, you'd have that off week and then another episode following it. We are going to do episode release uh, on our actual channels, and then we'll do an Instagram live. It'll be more interactive, and then we'll go back to our regular episode. So, what, what, what's going on here? I recall the story, but what exactly? Did what exactly he say? did he say? Oof. So it was a long interview. This interview was like an hour and a half long, and, and, half. and they talked about a lot of things. So Doctor Doctor Griff, <laughs> Professor Griff, <laughs> Professor Griff, the Minister of Information 
for uh, Public Enemy, or for formerly of Public Enemy, uh, originally back in 1989 made a couple statements. He was on an interview, and he was, you know, he has his beliefs in uh, black nationalism, uh, you know, uh, pretty primarily. I would say that's that's how you can categorize it. As I would say, uh, black Israelite, um, or Hotep. even. Hotep, yeah, but that's like very, very that's, that's newer. narrow. Yeah, that's very, very. Well, that's narrow. black nationalism, though, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. But I think what he was talking about more was um, the the black Israelite oh, right, ideal, right. which right. which came out. I mean, Kendrick Lamar has even rapped about this in his music. Right now, we were listening. We, no, we were listening to Damn, and uh, I, I meant to bring that up as point two as uh, the black. Nationalism uh, is real late, like that that type of conversation around even what he says. And to be fair, like just to even bring it up in a point, Kendrick Lamar has been called by several people hotel. Like it 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 it, it opens up to that conversation. Uh, this is primarily based on cancel culture. Like that's why the title I put in was cancel canon. Um, and looking forward to, to discuss further in our next episode next week, which will be released on Thursday, Tuesday. If you're a Patreon person is about cancel culture. But looking at this, Professor Griff, back in the day, said some things about white people, specifically the Jewish people, and in terms of he just said there's people that control the media industry, and that's the reason why he laid all those people out, and that's why he got basically ostracized or canceled, and um, basically asked to leave public enemy. Now, I found other quotes that said he said more along like Jews are wicked and we can prove this, and other lines of... Uh, what could be perceived as more hateful speech towards Jewish people, more anti-Semitic remarks, and this is where the cult, uh, this is where the conversations led in the Nick Cannon conversation about, uh, well, how can I be anti-Semitic if you look back and the Semitic people were black people, and if I am from, uh, if I am those people, I can't be anti-Semitic. Ooh, that's that's what yeah. he said. That's yeah, not me. That, that's what he but said. But that's the thing about this, though. Like the 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 meaning of the word behind has changed. You know what I'm saying? It, right. So yeah, so I mean that, that's why that's why that's why it's anti-Semitic, right? Because now because the, the word has changed. It's not about yeah the Semitic people from there. It, it's about more what morphed into the religion. Right, um, and so the ancient Semitic people included black people and Africans. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Uh, we are not experts on this conversation and could be very wrong on a lot <laughs> and want to be as respectful as possible. And we're coming at a purely trying to understand uh, point of view. And if need to be checked, we are open to being checked. Um, we, we are trying to understand what is happening and have these conversations and be uh, open-minded and understand it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but in that, my, re my initial reaction to that point is the fact that whenever you get into semantics of what a word means and you get into dictionary definitions of a word to discount your criticisms, you're going to be wrong in some fashion normally because especially when you talk about when you think about this particular topic like we were saying the semitic people are black 
the ancient Semitic people, the ancient Semitic people, and it's a it's a full it's a group of people. So it's not just one particular ethnicity, one particular race of people. It it encompasses a group. Um, so that in itself is a little disingenuous when you're talking about semantics with that. But in that, the ancient Semitic people had a, had African people in it. Right, it but, covered more than just... Right, yeah. but the, the, the phrase anti-Semitic was coined later um, down the line in history and doesn't refer to directly to that group. Exactly. It actually refers to Jewish people because specifically, yeah. specifically because yeah. the term was coined based off of criticisms about Jewish people as a race and a culture. And you can say you you can bring up the point that okay, like this word was taken from us, the ancient Semitic people, now it's being used for a different ethnic group or racial group of people. But we have to understand when someone is being called anti-Semitic, what does that actually mean today? Mm-hmm. When you were being criticized in that point in history, at that time, what were you being called? So to talk about, to talk about the semantics of the word anti-Semitic in this sense, no one was saying you were being anti-black. No one was saying that, you know we were saying what the colloquial term for anti-Semitic is in this point in history. And I think that's important because they spent a lot of time deconstructing what that is and saying, well, we can't be. And it's important to me because... Historical context. Right. Yeah, you yeah. say, oh, I'm not, I'm not racist. I can't be racist. I'm black. I have a black friend, that kind of thing. Mm. Or it's like, oh, I'm I'm black, I can't be racist. Can black people be racist? I we've had this conversation. I think they can be prejudiced. I think under the certain racial component and the way that racism works within society and the power structure that that is here and how it's implemented to racist, I don't think that black people have enough power to be racist from a systemic level. I think there is a lot of bias. I think there's a lot of uh, prejudice. I just don't think that there's enough power structure for the, de- by definition, for racism to exist from black people because it doesn't exist in societal structures. Mm. See, what is your, what do you define as racist? Because to me, if you're, if you're willfully prescribing to the, the racial, the racist, um, what's the word with like construct social construct of racism the institution of racism in america if you're prescribing to that willfully then are you not racist and to me so wait you can to me then you would be self-hating and racist as a black person oh yeah oh, well, this this leads but, to the other show that we talked about in a, yeah. in a conversation that we'll have uh hopefully in a couple episodes is is Uncle Ruckus racist? <laughs> you know who we're talking about? From uh, the Boondocks. Yeah. Right? yeah. So we'll, we'll open up that can of worms. I don't think it's necessarily something that we need to dive into much more here, especially since we only have... Well, we're, we're holding this down to a half an hour episode. 
I, I think it's interesting what you said about the power structure angle and that, you know, because, you know, if you if you're saying that that only people that have the power in societal, you know, like the hierarchy or whatever can be racist, I mean you can hate somebody for hating you, right? Yeah. Mm. So that's, flip, that's where if you flip it, you think that's here, the prejudice part. That is, but see, I, I honestly look up think, the definition. Like, I, yeah, that's probably that's probably a good, of racism. Yeah, but that's probably the angle of it that that you, you know historically, what I when I see and how I relate to black people, like you know, like somebody said, like John Legend said, white people should be lucky that. Black people are only looking for equality and not revenge. Like, I really think that's a powerful statement, you know, because most of the time when you're thinking about it, like, there's not too many people in society that, like, in black society that want to, like, kill whitey, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's not like that. I don't see it that way. I could be wrong. Yeah, so... You see that? You see where I'm, you see where I'm coming from? Yeah, like, I, I I completely understand what you're saying, are you, but it, it's kind of like that thing of, okay, so you're reactionary in that sense, where right. I'm trying to be killed by this person, per se, if I'm trying to be killed by this person, why would I, it, w- it would take a lot of moral strength for me to, <laughs> it would take a lot of moral strength for me to not hate that person if that person's trying to harm me, you know? And is anyone that is, is, is it wrong to not be so strong as to not have that hate or animosity for someone or a system that is actively oppressing and destroying you just based on your color? Well, that's, you know, not, you know, like purposely bringing up John Lewis right now, you know, he basically said, don't hate the person, hate the act, right? So... Well, that kind of goes back yeah. to the to the cancel culture idea. Mm-hmm. It's easier in a reactionary standpoint to cancel the person without really addressing the act that yeah, they did. Point, we can yeah. say, oh, the act happened, but we're canceling you. But why are we canceling you? I think we need to be Get beyond very... Yeah. We just need to be very descriptive. We need to be very forward on, this is the wrong action. This is why it's wrong. This is why it's wrong, and this is how... To correct it. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is the corrective measures. Right. This is the corrective measures. Um, and, to, and to that point, uh, back to... Kind of circling back to the Nick Cannon thing, I think he was canceled basically... For he made a statement when they were talking about ancient history, they were speaking on black people being the true light and being people of kindness and caring for the most part. They weren't out to physically harm or take and the and white people came along and realized they were inferior. So they went about trying to destroy the superior race wow. of people. <laughs> and that's essentially yeah. what was said. Right. Essentially that's what's said and I think the big the the sound bite was 
he used the word savages. He said, you know, the white people then, they were the true savages. And if you think about that, it's in response to black people were called savages forever. Yeah. Right? Still. So he's so yeah. he was saying, well, in, in this history, the way he saw it, white people were the savages. They were the true savages destroying, raping and pillaging. They were the savages, white savages. They were the white devils. And... You know, they they came through. They did all these violent acts, these morally wrong things, um, because they felt inferior. Right. So what what really stuck out to me in this interview, bef- besides the like sheer lack of competency and the people that were recording, and <laughs> never mind. That's neither here nor there. Um, then where is it? I don't know. And not to say, like, we have, like, the, the top level, Good like, question. shit done, but, like, we don't have, like, Nick Cannon resources. So, but if you want to help us get Nick Cannon resources, go to our link in our bio, Patreon, I accept Cash App, or, like, whatever. If you want to be part of the team, be part of the team. We promise it, it'll sound better if we have those resources, right. and it'll look better. Right, and it won't be as bad as what Nick Cannon had with the resources that he has. Anyways, um... <laughs> What, what struck me as odd, yeah, I digress. What struck me as odd though was they're looking at Professor Griff and what happened with him, and they're laying out exactly what happened to him, and sound bites, and all of these. Like they they laid out the playbook on essentially what happened to Professor Griff and people like Professor Griff, and then proceeded to follow that same playbook, which yeah. led to Nick Cannon's cancel. Like whether. Whether it was wrong or right, right. I'm not they, even speaking on that. I'm it saying wasn't they very like, smart. Okay, like what? What is the the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing and expecting different results. And that, yeah, so and that's so where Nick I Cannon, was just like he was literally asking. He's like, how did how did you get kicked out of Public Enemy? How did you get publicly right. defamed? And I was like, people, oh, people that's how it happens. Okay, let's do that. He goes like, yeah, and people are like, look, how do you say the things, Nick, that you say without getting like canceled, like. The whole the whole episode to me almost seemed like begging. Yeah, it was a challenge. Like they won't do it to me, and I'm not saying like he should have been. It, yeah, it's you just, mean you mean daring? It was. It was daring. Yeah. I think to me, if you haven't watched it, watch it. Watch it. Uh, I think that a lot of what they're saying is coming from a a place of. I'm going to research this by only researching things that agree with my thought process or what I want to be true. I think it was a lot of base level conversation. I, I think it was surface level but talk without it was. diving into the issue, a lot of these issues further. Well, yeah, I agree with that because I think that had they, the way Progr- Professor Griff sounded like and the way Nick Cannon speaks like, both of them seem to have read a lot yeah. on these subjects. More than I have. To give what they gave. They didn't really tell me anything that I don't already know in terms of ideas that people have right. or just knowledge in general. And I haven't researched these topics the way they say they research these topics. So to me, it's kind of like, well, you got into very base level discussion. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to say things like, white savages and you're going to bring up 
the Rothschilds and the centralized banking and New World Order and these types of things, if you're not going to dive deeper into the ideas, of course it's easy. Everybody's this deep. Right, it's easy to discredit that. It's headline headline material. But here's the thing, it's like, even even us sometimes, we say, like, like, we'll do a disclaimer, like, don't listen to us, we don't read. Um, (laughs) But it was also, for, for my point, though, is you can't come on to an episode like that self-identify as woke and not provide like research they sound like flat earthers on a lot of things oh my fucking god don't even get me started but black beer experience says it perfect yeah they weren't dropping knowledge they really weren't if you listen to it it sounds like like the tone of it it sounds like they're revealing the world's evils to everyone but really it was like if you read the Wikipedia page on, you know, the Rothschilds, and then you read the Wikipedia page on black nationalism. What are you and reading? Who, me? Yeah, what oh, are you Oh, no, I'm, I'm the listener. Uh, so you have no fault. Know. There's no fault. I can't read. <laughs> I, can't, I can't read. I just listen. I'm an engineer. I wasn't paid. To, I'm not paid to read. <laughs> I want to. We're, we're going to have a whole flat earth episode. Oh, my God. Don't we, have all, we have all the data. You just wouldn't believe us. Tyler, he's going to have that episode by himself because I'm not prescribing to the fucking flat earth. Jeez, I, I it's like know. a pizza pan. <laughs> no, no, Tyler. It's like a snow globe. Oh, yeah, yeah Antarctica. But Antarctica isn't real, Tyler. It's an ice wall. It's Didn't an ice you know? wall. Around it. It's basically Game of Thrones. <laughs> and we're one step away from the final season. <laughs> Oh, so we're going to be massively disappointed? Right, exactly. <laughs> There's going to be this gigantic war that happens for like 20 minutes. And it's just going to end with like the dumbest, most convenient Drop thing the knife. ever. Catch the knife, stab him. Can we just talk about quickly how the so Night King is the- that much of a badass until someone just like a 12 year old drops a dagger drops and stabs it, catches him? catches with the other hand. And- Isn't that like how. Snoop got killed in Star Wars, you know. You know what? We're not getting to that because that's another like whole level of just like. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't finish your point though, Chris. Okay. Which point? <laughs> yeah, no point. Yeah. Oh, my point about you reading the Wikipedia page on something. You re- reading the Wikipedia page and on something, not and I'm and I'm just listening, and then you're trying to come to me, both of you, with these points on just reading about. 10 minutes worth of content but acting like you've read 10 hours worth of content right on a subject it's like you went to the summary page and you read it and then all the citations where they're like hey you know this is where we got our information from you're like oh cool that's where they got their information from forget that we're just going to stick with the summary and now we're going to say that we are you know we are um knowledgeable knowledgeable on the subject and that's kind of what this Nick Cannon thing was so it was very easy to kind of hop on this and start ridiculing him especially they brought up the Willie Lynch letters like they were a 100% real thing we've discussed that on this podcast and we made the disclaimer that there are heavy um, there there's heavy proof that these things weren't actually real actually it's more I would say it's more accurately described that there is such a substantial lack of proof that yeah. it ever existed. Not that there's such proof that it 
that didn't exist. Yeah. There was just a lack of proof that it could have that it ever could have existed. existed. And as we talked about on that episode, the ideas that came from it, I think, are pertinent and need to be discussed, which is why we discussed them. Well, Mark Lamont Hill had that uh, that quote from I forget what show he was on, but he was to say, oh, yeah. like, "It's it was as like Black the, Coffee, the, I think, was it? Yeah, the it was Black Coffee, exactly." So the Willie Lynch letters was basically like if somebody after those times looked at it said across the board these are pretty much the principles that everybody adopted let's say it happened at one meeting and they talked about this and everybody adopted this it's a hindsight retroactive you know conspiracy almost really it's a conspiracy in the sense that they tried to make it seem like it was real like i think yeah but if someone just wrote this as like a piece of um, critical nonfiction or critical fiction, like it still holds weight because the things that yeah. they're saying, like, no, a guy didn't get up in the 1700s in front of other slave owners and just go, hey guys, this is how we can do it. My name is Willie Lynch. My, my name is Willie Lynch. From ha Yeah, from right, exactly. Or Lynchville or something like Like, that was, I think, the when you do the research, I think that's what gets put out to you. Yeah. Too. But that's the thing. It didn't even have to be that because the information behind it is pertinent to kind of digest and think about the way that we've been systematically oppressed kind of speaks to those things that were outlined in the Wizard Lynch letter. So it's important it's an important piece to read, but just understand that it's not something that was um, actually existing back then. It's not something that was around. So when you talk about the systematic oppression of a people, that shouldn't be included in the actual history as a piece that here was this letter, this is how they did it, because it's not quite how they did it. And we're kind of losing a piece of the history to say that that's how it happened. And then, okay, that's how it happened. So there's all these other things that we may not know of that we need to dig on or things that happened in a slightly different way, but very similar, that we don't look at because we just say that this fictional piece of work was the reason, okay, let's move on. We clearly see that this is what happened, we'll move on, and we leave out the truth somewhere. In Which that. I think is exactly the point on the whole Cannes class episode with him itself. Mm, I like that. Yeah. I, like, I like the way you brought that back. Oak Park? Yay. Thanks for joining. As you know, Raj is the reason we're doing this episode because he brought it up and asked a question about Nick Cannon last week. And at that point, I had clearly Hi. mentioned that I don't pay attention to much of anything in the news or on Especially social media. Nick <laughs> Especially Nick Cannon. And as I listened and watched it, I kind of... There's a reason why. I agree with my original stance that I... There's no real reason for me to watch him. Like, I I like that he's outspoken. I like that he is looking for the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just... That episode, to me, screamed... I'm reading... I went to imright.com, <laughs> and I read all of this, and I was like, yes, this is why we're oppressed. This is it right here. Because 
if you prescribe first of all to the fact that it's been systematic it's it's a new world order one group one small group controlling everything and that's what it was since centuries ago now all of a sudden it's like well what are we really doing here what are we really fighting and i think the other point and it's something um it's something that wasn't brought up in a discussion with uh or actually no it's pertinent to this with nick cannon is the thought of um, anti-semitism when you think in america's history when you think of white nationals and neo-nazis mm-hmm. who do they hate most black, black people, people and, and jewish people those two people those two groups mm-hmm. so you have these two so what would be more what would be more convenient than having black people believe that the jews are ruling everything and now so mistrust in Jewish people. Like, that just works perfectly to what we've been saying about we can't be infighting as black people to the point where we're mistrusting subgroups of black people or subgroups of oppressed people. We have to come together to fight the actual issue at hand. And if we're, if we're um, caught up in these conspiracy theories, we're never going to trust each other enough to come together. Right. And I think that's where I started that. finding fault with when in within what they were trying to speak on. They were trying to speak on we need to be unified as a whole, just not not just unified as black people, but just unified as black, brown, white, whatever, like purple, flat Earth trees, <laughs> apparently. Right. Oh, if you fucking Scarlett Johansson, yeah. Um, <laughs> but what what I think they failed to try to even address was the fact that, you know, while we need to be unified, we also need to be challenging each other, be challenging ourselves to actually think deeper on issues. And if we are wrong, to sit and think with it. And I, I that was the hardest part for me was there was no point where they could have even uh, contemplated something that they may have said being wrong or different yeah right and that that was the only part i was like i see where you're trying to go with a lot of this i expound expand, uh, don't, you expand think, don't you think like if you think about like today and then you look about how you know obviously black people african-americans africans were brought over and then the culture was taken everybody was taken completely away kind of put to sleep right so right. now you have a situation where, like, now you can pit people against each other. Because they don't know the real history. They don't know the truth. Right. And, and so that, that, that's the difference, in, the, in a sense, between like, Jewish people who are allowed to keep their culture whereas black people are not. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, and then, like, I always talk about this yeah. in that, like, my, my, our grandfather used to say, like, look, there's the boiled crab theory. You know, like, black crabs people. Crabs in a barrel. Yeah, crabs in a barrel. Like... Like, it kills me. Like, the one, I think, like, the difference between black folks and Jewish people, in a sense, is that Jewish people help each other out. Like, we're, like, trying to, like, pull each other in back into the barrel. Like, and, why can but, we not come together but, like that? You well, know, and, real quick to answer, yeah, Raj, yeah. is we're talking about what you told us to talk about. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you brought up Nick Cannon last week. You I, asked us about it, so we're talking sorry, about I went off topic. Nick Cannon. No, no, no. no, 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 no you're no, perfect. He, yeah. Because... 
Damn, what did you say again? Because I was Barrel. Where we're Crash and Barrel. Perfect. Because I watched his latest episode, Nick Cannon's the with the rabbi. And I actually think Nick did a good job in that episode of kind of I haven't watched it. He was contextualizing what the rabbi was saying about how Jewish people have overcome the trials and tribulations that they've had to face through the years with oppression, religious oppression and ethnic oppression. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nick made some great counterpoints that I actually agree with in the sense that, and the rabbi wasn't necessarily saying that um, this was that uh, black people just need to do this. But Nick was contextualizing this stuff. He was saying, well, the rabbi was like, you know, there's this story, there's this history of the people who were in the Holocaust struggling, and they survived. Those survivors, they have their history still intact. Mm-hmm. They were, they had their history before the Holocaust, they survived it, yep. and they still have their lineage. They yep. still have their history. They know it. They still have the stories. They can go talk to the people that were in it, and they can still understand first-hand accounts or second-hand accounts of their history, and then take that back generations. It wasn't destroyed enough it to wasn't the point where identity destroyed. was lost. I mean, they still right. they they still know like the language that they spoke, right? Right. Back right. then, yeah. that that is an ancient language yeah. Yeah. that they speak, and that's that's the difference yeah. because the. The, the mid-Atlantic slave trade systematically cut off people from their history. From their we, family, yeah. they put together groups of people that weren't able to communicate with each other, specifically for the fact that they could not communicate with each other. Take them halfway across the world to a place they've never seen before, and, and, and this there's was the no point way. of the interview that I actually was, like, understanding was put them to sleep. Like, I was like, right. oh, that, Absolutely. That, yes. that makes sense. I get what We're you're literally, saying there. You're literally put to sleep, and you get amnesia when you wake up, and you're trying to piece and to, your life back together. To, uh, How do you do Steven, that? Stephen and I had this conversation... Uh, very similar to what he just brought up was the fact that like you know Jewish people were able to come together they build up together and all this stuff and you look at this crap in the barrel theory where you destroy each other and and whatever and I don't necessarily think that was completely true I think what happens is you get broken down and taught this again because you look at Black Wall Streets you look at these examples of well it happened we came together we built up and then we were told this is what happens when you get together and yeah, exactly. Stay down. We did it. We did it. We we did it the way that we're now allowed, being told we should do. Like now they're saying, "Well, why didn't you why don't you just go do your own thing?" Well, we did our own thing and we were bombed. It goes back to that video um of that woman and I can't remember her name, but it yep. was the yep. one monopoly. where Yeah, the monopoly analogy where where you you know we you don't get taken. Own anything. You don't own anything. So why should I care? Oh, yeah. That everything that the target's being destroyed. Yeah, why should I care? Community. Well, I don't own the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That, that was powerful. It that was, was yeah. but like that yeah. kind of that's kind of the point that with Nick, he he said these things. He he said the salacious things, and he was he was dragged on social media for canceled, ostracized, right. Dragged. All of this, except by Fox News, who didn't seem to really care about the anti-Semitic comments. Which oh, he, he seems to have learned from that we like him. Yeah, which doesn't speak to the way Fox. Nick. Yeah, it doesn't speak to Fox the way or the Nick, way Nick talks. 
Yeah, it doesn't speak to the way Nick talks. It speaks more to how Fox just doesn't care. Right. So that's that's one thing. That's a whole other topic. Yeah. Like he, I think, I think in that sense, he was saved by the fact that he was shitting on Jewish people yeah. and not like America. Because if it was America, he would have been gone from Fox that quick, quicker than he was gone from this Viacom. Thug. Yeah, he would have been a thug. He would have been all this other stuff. But if, but because it was Jewish people. And Fox's agenda is, you know, Fox's which, agenda. Which is why they love Colin Kaepernick so much. You know? Oh, they love Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Anyways, uh, we digress. Thank you guys for tuning in. This was a great episode. Uh, the terrific trio. <laughs> Back at it again. I thought it was terrible. No, terrible trio. <laughs> terrible trio. Uh, reason it's shorter is we wanted to say to you guys... We're back onto a new schedule, which doesn't mean we're back because it's a new schedule, so how can you be back to something that's new? Um, we have a new schedule coming out. Next week, we're dropping our first episode, and then we'll be doing an Instagram Live after that, so it's going to be every other week, so it's going to go episode that's going to be released on like Spotify and all the places that you get podcasts, and then it's going to be IG Live. We'll be doing some individual ones where we're going to be doing interviews with other people, so maybe it'll just be me, maybe it'll just be Chris. Maybe we'll throw it over to Steven to do some interviews. Wow. Uh, yeah, because okay. he's going to be our first, like, repetitive, like, uh, guest. <laughs> repetitive. Yeah, yeah. Reoccurring guest. That's, that's not a good term, repetitive. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank you guys. Next week we're going to be talking about uh, cancel culture, and this is why we did the episode on Nick Cannon, and this is why it's called Cancel Cannon. Uh, not a directive, but it was just more of a conversation. Uh, but... Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, we appreciate everything that you have to say, uh, being interactive with this, and that's why we're going to keep IG Live in our rotation even when we start doing our regular episodes. If you want help with the audio quality, this way we're not like Canon's class, make sure that you subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> make sure that you uh, hit, hit me up on Cash App or send us a DM and figure out different ways that you can be part of this process. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much.